Hello, everybody. Hello. Welcome to the Open Mind Space podcast, Card Chats edition. On the road again. I don't know if we do any other editions, nope. but welcome back to the Card Chat edition. There is no way Sophia will give us space to do this. <laughs> this episode, we'll let you know when it gets weird. There you go. One of the most common phrases that we hear when we're sitting at the front desk in the studio, people walk in and you can see there's something they really want to share, something they want to get off their chest, and they start with, this might sound weird. And then we're like, give it to us. (laughs) We'll let you know when it gets weird. (laughs) Now, this is something that we've joked about and shared on social media a few times and and used this turn of phrase of, we'll let you know when it gets weird. But I thought it might be time that we might actually share some of the weird that we have seen, participated in, experienced. Let's go. Let's do it. There's something that jumps to your mind. What's the first thing that pops in your head? The first... The, 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 really the only thing? Go for it. <clears throat> so we were, at this stage, we were, let's just hope um, certain people aren't listening to this podcast, <laughs> but we were living upstairs at the studio. Everyone was aware. Oh, I don't think council was aware. Anyway, let's <laughs> we're not doing it anymore, so. Um... In a nice little cosy one-bedroom thing. We'll you don't call have to it. pause so long between your words. Why not? Carry on. We were living above the studio. We were, um, and we were like super deep in all of our practices at, at this stage. This is before Sophia had come along. Yeah, we have not Obviously. lived upstairs with a baby. We didn't do that. Just in case, I don't. know. Another, so we were living upstairs. Murray, we were living upstairs. <laughs> and so we were, yeah, deep in all of our practice, and we we're just asleep one night. There was nothing out of the ordinary that was like actually happening. Oh, okay. And um, you're onto it. You know which one it is. I think so. Go yeah. on. And um, so yeah, we were just we were just asleep, and. Um, <laughs> Fumbling to, to around. Get everyone <laughs> to let them know that we were asleep. <laughs> well, Can but please continue. But we were. <laughs> what Just we were doing me. at the time of this council, weird event. Council didn't know that well, we were asleep. <laughs> they do now. <laughs> Go on. So we were asleep. <laughs> Anyway, something had woken me up. I don't know what it was. I just like became unasleep. <laughs> Did you like council there? <laughs> no, they're definitely outside their office hours. Yeah. Um, so I, I had woken up and just like glanced over to you. You were in the same bed. So we were in the same bed. So. Yeah, okay. And there was this. I suppose it took the 
form of a being, like it had like what limbs and a head and a body, mm-hmm. uh, and it was doing something to you. Like it was standing, you were asleep. It was standing over you. It had like its hands or whatever they were were like doing something to you. <clears throat> and like I, I sat up a little bit, obviously because I'm your uh, knight in shining armor, yeah, ready to protect. And as I sat up, its head sort of like looked up and looked at me, and I just like. I knew that it wasn't like physical, like you and I, but it was present within the within the it, space. It didn't seem like your imagination. It definitely wasn't my imagination. Yeah. But it also wasn't. Wasn't hard matter. Hard matter, yeah. Yeah. And then, like, it lifted its head, and like, what would have been its face was looking at me, and then started walking around the bed towards my side, and at this point, I just went. Fuck this. <laughs> this is like, I'm down for all of it, but when it's in my bedroom when I'm this sleeping. This is weird. This is weird. I'm letting you know this is weird. <laughs> when I'm in my bed sleeping without counsel knowing, I can't have. Upstairs. <laughs> I can't have things like this strolling around. And it's like walking towards me, like around the bed, coming towards me. And this is when, like, like I took a few, you know those sharp breaths you take when you're like, breath, <gasps> yeah. like, like that happened, and then as it came like towards me, it just like disappeared into into nothing. And then at this point, you had woken up and went, "What are you doing?" And I proceeded to try to explain to you that there is something in this room doing something to you, and your fucking response was, <laughs> "This is what you how you responded." I know they're meant to be here. Just go back to sleep. That's what you said to me. (laughs) Go back to sleep. Like I'm just going to roll on over. (laughs) Yeah, you thought it weird. That wasn't my level of weird yet. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sweet with all of it. But that was a little bit... Bit real? Bit real. And like, because it caught... Like, I mean... You were blinking a few times and it wasn't disappearing. I sat up and it came at me. <laughs> yeah. Disappeared. Yeah. Well, then, while we're talking about sleeping ones, I've got a sleeping one. So, I don't know how much you've shared about your, like, night. Oh, about... Night. When I was possessed. Yeah. So, so fun fact, um, up until Murray met me... He used to be possessed of a nighttime by a um, small poltergeist. Yeah. By a being. Yeah. Um, literally possessed. So <clears throat> I'll talk on your behalf. I don't really know what it looked like before you met me. But when I met you, when I started sleeping in the same bed as you, it would look like nightly without fail um, <laughs> screaming, uh, get away from me. Uh, Calling, you were calling out for help, um, and sometimes it was in. Sometimes it was big yells, and sometimes it was like really muffled, as if like someone had a pillow over your face, kind of help. Um, so that was always interesting. But I kind of, 
put it a little bit down to like you know you've had a pretty wild life and it's normal for PTSD or night terrors or, or thinking that maybe you were like fighting in your in your sleep like going back to your gang days and fighting turns it out turns it out nothing at all to do with that no you want to no. know what it was well you've told me but tell everyone listening it was a little uh oh trigger trigger warning like if you're not into um if you're not into scary movies and, and scary stuff like i can't turn, watch. turn off turn off turn off now like yeah. this is your yeah block your ears block your ears and this is why i can't watch those types of movies because you know whenever there's like a one of those hardcore scary movies there's always a young girl in a white dress. Yep. So that's what had possessed me. Yeah. A young girl in a white dress. Yeah. So so each night, uh, this little girl would possess you in your sleep. Sleep, yeah. So now let's go into the... So this was actually, at the time, it was a, this is weird. Like, this was my, like, this is weird moment. And I had seen a lot. So I'd done 20 years of working with energy and channeling and... and having energy move through me having energy take over my body like I've, I've seen and done a lot I had had done exorcisms on people but had you energy. had a demonic force move into your body no not my body no <laughs> because I don't let that shit happen um, I was taught from a young age not let that happen whereas from a young age you were like take me <laughs> how many how, other ways like how many drugs they, and alcohol can I do to open up my energetic system so that you can just easily sneak on in the school I went to they were teaching us Maths. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this was my level of like, ooh, this is this is weird. Um, so what would happen is, Murray, you would go into your fits of like, help, help. And so I would put my hand on your chest or on your back and I would send energy through, which would dissipate it pretty quickly. And, and it would wake you up and you would be like, thank you and sorry and kind of be a little bit out of breath. So there was one night... <laughs> where it was really going on and I went and I went to put my hand on you and I got zapped I got zapped and I retracted my hand and within the next millisecond a fist you you threw your hand whatever this energy threw a punch and I ducked it and it, your fist slammed into the pier like just missed my head and I was just like wake the fuck up <laughs> Get up now! Um, that was my like. All right, we have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I just got electrocuted and almost assaulted. Yeah. Um, so that one actually took, and because I was so close to you, I kind of internally had like, I had then had a chink in my armor of um, feeling uncomfortable and feeling like. I don't know if scared is the right word, but... Oh, I was scared. It yeah. used to scare the shit totally, out of me. Totally, I can imagine that. I was more uneasy, and that unease kind of rocked my energetic foundation a little bit, so I couldn't solidly clear this energy out. So we had to call in my mentor, Mark, to uh, come, and, come and clear it out, which was pretty... I mean, Mark's amazing and, and so on point, but it was pretty interesting because when he came in... He was like, we were like, clear this energy. And he kind of did stuff on you. He's like, nah, it's not really on you. And then he looked around the bed. He's like, no. And then he walked around the corner and he froze. And went, oh. <laughs> and he, yeah, it took him a while to clear out this little girl. It attacked him too. Yeah. Um, get to clear out this little girl who it seemed when Mark tuned into her that she'd potentially had a, had a traumatic 
uh, passing and he felt that you had picked her up on one of the work sites that you had been on, that you'd been working on somewhere where there potentially was a a mass grave or something Something Yeah, that you'd you'd picked up on the energy and she's stayed with you ever since. Mm. Um, I also think your family's cursed, but you know, that's a whole other... (laughs) (laughs) Smiths are cursed because all the Smiths have have night terrors. But yeah, that for me, like I have seen and experienced a lot of weird things, but that one was the like, and again, it it feels weirder when it's more tangible. Like a lot of the visual, visualization, energetic stuff, I can, I can be like, yeah, cool. That's fine. But yeah, when there is a fist, a punch being thrown by my possessed boyfriend. Electrocuted. Uh, yeah, zapped in the hand while right. trying to wake him up. It's kind of like, whoa, I'm on the next level. Okay. <laughs> I have a few more rolling around my head. Maybe we can do like one more each. You go. Me. Okay, so I've got, I've got two. But one involves a studio, and I don't know if everyone who comes wants to know that one. My, my one was going to involve the studio too. Was it with a teacher? Yeah. Okay, you can tell them that I've thought of the two then. So you can take that one and I'll take my other one. There you go. Yeah, look at that working out. Um, all right, so I'll tell my, my other one then. We'll wrap up on your one. So the other one uh, was, hmm, I reckon I would have been like 13-ish. So in the early days of learning about my energy work, but very attuned and channeled a lot of information. Um, and so... My auntie Lillian was in Newcastle. Now, Aunt Lillian um, is the best friend of my non, my grandma. She was a little bit older than my grandma as well. And she was there and she was asking me questions about all of my gifts. And she asked if, and bless Auntie Lillian, Auntie Lillian is now crossed over. Love you, Auntie Lillian. Um, she was a beautiful, is a beautiful woman. Uh, but she was visiting my non and Nom was telling her about the different gifts and things I was seeing and how I had brought through messages from my great-grandpa for my Nod. And Annie Lillian um, asked if I could try and contact her husband, Bill, who had passed many years ago, and she deeply loved him. Like, deep, like it was just... I never met him, but it, whenever she spoke about him, like, it was just one of those incredible, long-lost loves, like... It was heartbreaking every time she spoke about him. So I said, sure, I'll, I'll try. Like, no promises, but I'll try. And so I remember it was um, Annie Lillian sat on the bed. I put one hand on, my, on her chest and one hand on her back. Uh, non, my non and my mum were also standing in the room, just kind of like moral, moral support. Now, I don't remember exactly what was said, but I remember Annie Lillian saying, like, she felt connected to him. She felt that she was connected to him more so than she ever had before and felt that he was in the room. And I don't remember the words, but it was dark. The lights were off. And all of a sudden, my non took in a breath. One of those sharp breaths. One of those, <gasps> took in that. And then my mum went, what? And non went, look. And all in the air was glitter. Like all in the air, like kind of like Tinkerbell fairy dust, like as if someone had just thrown glitter all. So it was pitch black, or not pitch black, but it was dark. Lights were off, nighttime, and just all the air was, and all of us could see it. And then we turned the lights on, going, oh, maybe that was just our eyes, like adjusting to the light, everyone kind of getting a little blinky. 
And then Non said to me, look at your hands. And my hands had shiny glitter, like really, really, really fine, like pearlescent. It wasn't like big, um, like sparkly glitter, just really kind of fine and shiny. And then she went, look at the floor and the carpet had all of this fine glitter on it. And then when we left, we opened the door and the doormat had this gold glitter all over it. And that was pretty cool. That was, I wouldn't say, I mean, weird, yes, but it was also like super nice that um, Uncle Bill manifest in such a way because their love was so incredible. And I think that was a really nice way for him to let Annie Lily know that he was there. Epic. Yeah. Your turn. Well, this one's a little little more okay. on, hold on, I'll, I'll start and then I'll give him the warning. Okay. This one's a little <laughs> bit more on the creepy side. Yep. Fucking weird you out. If you attend the studio and you do not like creepy stories, turn off now. If it will creep you out, turn it off now. It's not too, like, too bad, but just like, you know, turn okay. off. Okay, and then we clap. <laughs> and go. So, this was like around... Maybe like within the first year of us. Um, Definitely within the first yeah, year of us being open, um, and we were spending a lot of time there. And like we had the the place on lock energetically, super protected. But we also knew that there was a spirit that would float around and just not really do anything, just like watch. And be a bit mischievous. Yeah, had like a bit of cheekiness about. So what that would look like, like if you ever remember us hanging up um, the poster frames on the hallway. The same one would always get. Or the same poster frame would always get knocked down. Didn't matter how we adhered it to the wall, it would always get knocked down. Just that one, yeah. Um, That's not the weird story. Just (laughs) just that was an anticlimactic. So we had this teacher in the space at the time who, lovely person, but at the time he's in it, their energy <laughs> was just a little bit off. There was a little bit of funkiness going on, wasn't like really truly in alignment with what we were doing. And clearly the, uh, the cheeky ghost or cheeky spirit that was hanging around like also knew this and was like, I, sir, am going to fuck with you. <laughs> <laughs> so we would like down the front, the front office area. And he was he taught the last class of the evening. It was down the back, um, doing whatever, just like cleaning up or whatever. Um, and I can't remember the story fully. So he he was down there doing yeah doing whatever. And then all of a sudden the um, I think he was near the female's toilet and the the um, disabled toilet door just slammed shut and locked um, and the only way that you can lock that door from is from the inside and there's like in that place like the, man like there's not very many windows it's not like it gets fucking crosswind in there or anything. but yeah he comes running down and he just went I don't know what the fuck is going on down there, but that door just slammed and locked, and I'm fucking out of here. <laughs> no, he's, <laughs> no, he's, he said it's him. Like, what do I do? And I said, well, here's a candle, and you tell the spirit that's in that bathroom to go home. And his face just went white, <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, 
what? And I was like, if you want to keep your job, you've got to learn how to clear out energy. And he went, uh, I just, I went, off oh, your trot. With <laughs> a candle. And he's like, I can't, it's locked from the inside, it's locked from the inside. Ask it to unlock it. <laughs> uh, that was, that was pretty funny and pretty cheeky. You had to figure out how to unlock it the next day. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good one. And that, that little spirit does, um, is, people, your, is a bit brother, cheeky, yeah. yeah. So my brother used to do, or still does, just few in between. But he does the chalk art on the um, blackboard in the hallway, and yeah, he would oft he would have to bring his dog in because if he was there on his own, he would feel like someone was just watching over his shoulder, <laughs> and he would constantly have to like turn around and see if someone was there. And um, yeah, some of our current teachers comment about how they feel the energy or feel feel its, its presence and they kind of tell it like back in your box calm down <laughs> it doesn't do it doesn't do anything bad or harmful never it's just cheeky and I think it really likes us all day now, being yeah. there oh one of the t- one more one more before we go one because we're on the on the ghost story kind of thing one of our teachers again in our early days um, uh, it was a she she needed to s- it was she, she our teacher was a she that I'm referring to and she needed to sleep over in the studio one night so she slept on the lounge in the lounge area and in the middle of the night um, she really felt this urge to pee and she woke up and she saw this what she described as an angel walk down the hallway pause at the studio door turn to her and it gave her a message something like everything's going to be okay or you're doing the right thing it gave her like a really um calming message and then just turned and like continued to walk into the studio <laughs> and then she was like the next morning she was like that was real like it was nice that they said something nice but it, I couldn't go to sleep <laughs> I couldn't go back to sleep <laughs> she left super early the next day um, so there's lots of energies that do come move the studio but as you said we have it on lock we, on lock anything that's not supposed to be there or that has untoward things yeah but that's a, that's a little snippet of when we say like we'll let you know when it gets weird um Seen a bit. Seen a bit. And that's just kind of, I feel like we lent into more like the ghost story, energy yeah. story side of it. There's a whole other category of weird. Weirdness, yeah. Mm. So when you come in and you go, you have this urge, you go, this is going to sound a bit weird. Say with ex- some excitement. We want yeah. to hear it. <laughs> we do want to hear it. Give us your stories. Mm-hmm. Till next time. Okay. <laughs>